All right, we're going to the service. If you find a seat, we'll go ahead and get started. We're so glad you're here and uh, glad to have the Rochesters back with us uh, with their addition uh, this, <laughs> from this morning. Uh, Brother Isaac, good to see him and uh, glad he could be here with us tonight. And so if you'll take your songbook and stand and we're going to turn to page number 214, 214. But before we sing, we're going to open up the service in order of prayer. And how about Terry Nelson there in the back, if you would, please, sir, uh, lead us in prayer in the service tonight. Yes. Amen. As you got your hymnal, turn to page 214. All the way my Savior leads me, we'll sing all three verses. All the way my Savior leads me, what have I to ask beside? Let's go to the Lord in prayer for the offering and uh, give as God's commanded. And so, Brother Jim, I better say which Jim, right, Brother Jim Nessie, please in prayer tonight. Would you please, sir? Yes. Amen.
take your hymnal there again and turn to page 239. Page 239. Please stand. We'll sing the first, second, and last verse. because he will take care of you. Amen. Are you saying that? And, uh, and he will as we trust him by faith. And uh, this Christian life is a walk of faith. And he says three times, I believe it's three times, maybe four, um, the just shall live by faith. The just shall live by faith. The just shall live by faith. And so we must trust him, right? And uh, he's definitely trustworthy. And uh, he said he'll never leave us nor forsake us. He's in complete control. And we're grateful for it. I should have just had to keep standing. And so stand up one more time and uh, change up things just a little bit. And so if you're visiting, we're glad to have you. And we're glad you're watching if you're watching. And so we're going to sing our little chorus. And uh, it's on the back of the bulletin there. And so um, it's, um, 
Let's see. I love you a lot. Yeah, I love you. I know it is. I'm trying to. We had, You told me this morning that we had a. Yeah, so it's on my soul, okay? All right? So don't get all in a tinsy here. <laughs> hey, he that maketh no mistake doeth nothing, all right? Y'all remember that, all right? And so, uh, yeah, oh, my soul rejoice, okay? Y'all sing it with us. Do your very best. And we'll shake hands a great one. Let's sing it one more time as you make your way back to your seats. I love you, Lord, and I lift my voice to worship you, oh, my soul. Rejoice, take joy, my King. All right, well, take your bulletin out, if you would, please, and a few announcements. Uh, actually, a lot of announcements. We've got a lot of things going on, amen. And uh, pay attention to your bulletin here uh, these next couple of months. Of course, you should always pay attention to it. And, uh, but a lot of things going on in the month of February, the month of uh, March, and so with Missions Conference coming up. But don't forget, we have a, a wedding on, um, on Saturday. That's hard to believe. 
February 10th, and so uh, we've, we've told you about all this, and I think many of you signed up for the reception, but I want to invite you, if you, if you haven't uh, been invited yet, you're welcome to come. And so um, Saturday, February 10th, uh, now if you didn't sign up for the meal, okay, you can come to the wedding. I, I'm starting to freak people out here. Paula's probably watching or listening. Hey, she is back there. She's like, wait a minute, buddy. <laughs> so, all right, you're welcome to come to the wedding. Um, and so if you hadn't signed up for the meal, that's a little bit different story. And it's not, hey, I'm just going by orders of the caterer, amen. <laughs> so, so, but yeah, we're looking forward to all of that. And so looking forward to that. So be praying about, about that if you would, please. And then um, don't forget, we have a sign-up sheet down here for the March for Life on February 21st. There's also a sign-up sheet for the Couples Progressive Supper. And so if you'll sign up for that, we're looking forward to that. Having a good time with that. And so look in your bulletin there, and I appreciate you uh, thinking about this Super Sunday. This is our first um, fundraiser that we're trying to do just to help out a little bit on this um, mission trip. So we're having uh, different things throughout the year. We'll tell you more about them as we get, get along the way, but this is our first one. And so the brother Bob Lee will be with us on next Sunday, and so he'll be doing the 10 o'clock Sunday school hour, combined Sunday school up here, and then he'll be doing the 11 o'clock hour. And then um, we'll have lunch. Lunch is provided uh, for everybody that will stay. And we're just asking for a donation. We're not going to watch you put money in the tray or anything like that. It's just a donation. Drop it in. And uh, we're going to have some soup and things go along with that. Super Sunday. And so uh, then we won't have an evening service, so please pay attention to that. And then Progressive Supper on the 16th. And so looking forward to that. And um, we've got several homes we're going to go to. And this is always a good time of fellowship. Looking forward to that. We learned a couple new uh, games at the Couples Retreat. Probably going to throw in there. And uh, tennis balls and all kinds of stuff, so we're going to have a good time. By the way, Couples Retreat was great. I didn't say much about it this morning, but um, it was a great meeting, um, great time uh, with our spouses, and uh, just had a joyful time. Uh, Eric and I talked about this being the best that we've been to, but I think we say that every year. And so um, it was a great meeting. Brother Scott Hooks did a tremendous job, did a great job, and uh, just practical things to help the family, really to, to remind us. And uh, there's nothing new in these things, but it's a reminder of what we need to be, what we ought to be uh, as parents, uh, as husbands, as wives. And so uh, I hope next year, it's February, I wrote down, uh, 6th, 7th, and 8th. So that's a Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And, um, and so write it down on your calendar, plan to go. And uh, I think it will be a great, great blessing to you. So remember that. And then um, this is not our couples retreat here, but progressive supper, so it's a little bit different that, but then uh, around the valley, Brother Fox, and so he'll be with us, and we love having Brother Fox with us, and so he'll be with us on the 23rd, that's our round in the valley, we'll have our choir refresher on that Saturday with Brother Byron, and then on Sunday he'll be with us a.m. and p.m. on the 25th, and then we'll do our peanut butter chocolate covered uh, eggs for uh, really our camp, uh, this, this is a big help for uh, young people going to camp. And then we'll, whoever wants to get involved in this on the mission trip will also be doing it as well. So we'll probably make a lot of eggs this year. And so be praying about that and get involved in that. A lot of things in the month of March. Please, place, place, please pay close attention. That's a tongue twister. Please pay close attention to that. And uh, Scripture Assembly with Brother Dan Humble, Beacon of Truth Ministries, and our missions conference. And uh, going to be a great missions conference. Looking forward to Brother Dan, uh, Brother Dan uh, uh, no, Brother Chuck Harding uh, be our speaker from Wake America Ministries, and so uh, he'll be our main speaker all week. We've got a church planner in Virginia, church planner in New York, which is planting the second church, and then um, um, the Messics uh, planting a church in Canada. And so we'll have all those folks with us and look forward to those things. And so um, you see those things in Easter. That's in March this year. And so uh, Brother Reno will be with us. That rally in the valley is that last Friday uh, of the month, which happens to be Good Friday, and Sunday is Easter Sunday. 
And so um, that's supposed to be our big meeting for the Bridge of Hope. And so um, we didn't realize it was that close to Easter, to be honest with you. It just, that's the way it failed this year. But uh, Brother Reno's coming. We've talked to him. And he's, uh, of course, we'll have our cantata, our Easter cantata. So we'll have our uh, early service, 8 o'clock, our breakfast, and then our cantata in the morning service there. But Brother Reno's going to be here to preach our uh, 8 o'clock sunrise service. And, um, and so looking forward to that. So be praying for all those things. Happy birthday this week to Nikki. He's got a birthday on the 9th, Nikki Dean. And then Jim and Angie have an anniversary on the 10th. Congratulations to you guys, all right? Uh, I missed saying that this morning. All right, well, um, what we're going to do at this time is uh, have Brother Brent come and um, introduce his new member. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so we, knew all, we know these folks very well. We're, we're uh, just a blessing to have them and enjoy the fellowship with them. And so enjoyed everything this morning. That was great, great meeting, great service, great preaching, great singing. But we're thankful Isaac's with the tonight uh, to pick on that guitar, right? Keep your shield of faith for you if you want to stay alive. 
have Isaac back with us tonight. Uh, it sort of opens up our repertoire. <laughs> uh, we've been scrapping for songs uh, ever since he uh, had to come off the road. And uh, But thank the Lord he's able to be with us every once in a while like tonight. And uh, I'll let him uh, give a word of testimony and give a little update on Chloe, how she's doing this evening. All right. Well, I'd, I'd say there's probably some people in this room that have played guitar more than I have the last few months. It's a good thing I got 20 years of practice uh, behind because I'm, I'm drawing on it right now. But, uh, yeah, we, we've had an interesting year this year. I, I believe we may have been here right after uh, when we started treatment. It seemed like I remember being here. Was it? Or it was right before? Okay, right before. And uh, I thought it was right around that time. I just couldn't make it out. So a lot of things have happened since then. So right a few weeks after that, uh, Chloe had the uh, tumor that we discovered, and we had like 24 hours of symptoms before it. And so basically she had a, a cancerous tumor. It was about uh, this big uh, on her right kidney. And so they, uh, it had abscessed essentially. So it was dumping the cancer all through her abdomen and all that area. So uh, they removed that uh, emergency surgery. Uh, it was 11-hour surgery. They took uh, basically uh, that kidney had never... Uh, the word I'm looking for. It never functioned. It never worked correctly. It never grown. And so they the basically just grew a tumor. And so they removed that. And uh, she has been through 13 as of yesterday, because we just got back from chemo yesterday, uh, 13 chemo treatments. Uh, I think we're, we did either 12 or 15 radiation treatments. And so she has one treatment left to go after uh, this, this last. She has a couple of small chemos that comes with this regimen, but as far as another cycle, she has only one more left to go. So we're looking at being done, Lord willing, hopefully here in about six weeks, eight weeks or so. And so she, she was unhappy. She wanted to be able to come with me tonight. And uh, she's, she's doing well. She's, her weight's up. And uh, it's just, uh, you know, a lot, of, a lot of things right now with the with the chemo, of course, a lot of side effects and things that you deal with. And so uh, pray with us that she won't have to go into the hospital this week. That would be nice, uh, be able to avoid those low counts. Of course, bone marrow is a little bit tired this this time of, the, of treatment uh, as it is with, with anybody who's doing chemo. And so appreciate you praying for us all of this time. The Lord's been good to us. We've It's a full-time job. Um, we'll be at clinic probably three times this week. We're usually there about three times per week. And then that... That's not counting the times that we go in for the, the cycles, the new chemos. And so uh, the Lord has done amazing work uh, in her life. Not only is she healthy as far as her weight and all of those things that are important for chemo treatment, uh, but she does have clean scans now and all of that stuff. And so we praise the Lord for that. And I uh, just pray that those uh, continue to be clean and uh, we're able to get on, on the other side of this here soon and get back to... Uh, Letting her be a kid again, you know, some things like that would be nice. And uh, hopefully I'll be able to practice again uh, here soon. But uh, thank you all. It's, been, it's good to be with you all tonight. And uh, I, this is the first time we've played together since uh, uh, summer. I think summer. Close to no fall. I guess it was fall. He's a little out of practice. Yeah. I'm more in practice than they are, though, because I remember how the songs as they were. <laughs> Yeah, we we found that out. I think last time, like uh, we've had to, you know, like where the guitar player supposed to plug in and do a break in a certain. Point. Well, he's not here, so we have to kind of uh, modify it a little bit. And so the next time we get together, 
He gets left out. <laughs> Last time we played together, I hadn't played in uh, forever. And we had just done a bunch of, I think, chemo and radiation, and we played in Mechanicsville. And I think I was the only one who didn't mess up. I felt so good heading home. Because I remembered them. I remember the songs the way that they were before. So I'm due to mess up tonight.
to do a song, and Daddy calls this the old man song. Um, it is a wonderful song that talks about we're going to be young again one of these days, and we have a lot to look forward to when we get to heaven. Uh, I enjoy this song so much. It's kind of an old-fashioned bluegrass gospel number that it just makes you happy. I hope you enjoy it as much as we do. I'll be young again, and I'm too short. <laughs> I'm supposed to be filling in the, the empty space here, but I'm not very good at that. I'll go ahead and say the word about our table. Our family has recorded five different CDs, and uh, I normally don't have a hard time filling up space. But uh, we do have our music available on Flash Drive now, and we also have information about our uh, music instruction website, thegospelworkshop.com. And uh, we've, we've got a friend in Charlottesville that made up bracelets for Chloe. It's got Pray for Chloe, and then it has Ephesians 3.20 on there. So if anybody would like to get a, a bracelet, uh, we've just been doing them by donation, and we give that to Isaac and Angela to help them out. But uh, they, uh, they told us that they want whatever comes in for the bracelets to go toward the treehouse. So those of you that might not have been in here this morning, um, we're building a treehouse for Chloe right now. We worked on it for the last two days. Showed Bill Elaine a picture. We did good in the last two days, didn't we? We made a lot of progress. So uh, we're hoping to make it uh, a nice little treehouse for her. She hasn't been able to be out in the sun. I didn't know that you couldn't get much sun exposure with chemo because you get sun poisoning. So uh, we're wanting to get her back out. So she, she loves the outside, the outdoors. So we're looking forward to getting her out there and, and uh, making that for her. So if you'd like to get a bracelet, those are back there on the table. All right. I'll be young again. This old body is getting tired and feeble And I just can't get around Like I did when I was young and fair But with eyes of faith I see A brand new body that's waiting for me are slow and there's silver in my head but I'm as happy as I can be because I know what's waiting for me Oh, the burdens that 
gonna lead off on this one, aren't you? I reckon this this song here. Um, our pastor, our, we're members of Trinity Baptist Church in Westfield, North Carolina, and if you don't know where that's at, I can't tell you because it's it's uh, it's kind of in between Mount Airy and Stewart, Virginia. That's the best way I can explain it. But our pastor, Brother Tommy Nichols, uh, he has come and helped us several times since Isaac's been out, and this is a song that our pastor sings. It's called Green Pastures. How many of you have heard this song before? It's kind of an older uh, bluegrass song. Nobody? Nobody's heard Green Pastures before? Two. Two. Y'all are special folks back there. But uh, we're going to try this one tonight, and this is just a beautiful song. I love singing it. Hope y'all enjoy it. Troubles and trials often betray us, causing the weary body to stray. But we shall walk beside the still waters with the good shepherd leading the way. Those who have strayed were sought by the master, he who once gave his life for the sheep. But out on the mountain, still he is searching, bringing of the stranger for he would lead us into despair following on with Jesus our Savior we will all reach that country so fair going up home to live in shall live and die nevermore. Even the Lord will be in that number when we shall reach that heavenly shore. Even the Lord will be in that number when we shall Heavenly shore. All right, we got one for Rebecca. She said in the parking lot a while ago, 
I love that song y'all do, Come, You Sinners, Poor and Needy. And I said, well, we'll do that for her tonight, <laughs> since we got Isaac. We can't do this one without Isaac, that's for sure. All right. This is an old one, but a good one. Come, You Sinners. some sort of stringed instrument. Raise your hand if you do. That was a really... All right. All right. Got a couple. You know, when I first started learning to play, I was six years old and uh, fingers hurt. My fingers have not hurt and it's getting close to 30 years. They're killing me. And uh, there's still a remnant of the, the calluses that were there. But uh, they, they, they definitely need to go to boot camp. 
and, uh, you know, we call it woodshed. You know, you just close yourself off and play for hours and hours and hours and hours. And I ain't got hours and hours right now. And uh, so we're going to have to try to remedy that because that, that, that's hurting. All right, I'm going to play a song for you. As soon as I get in tune. My ears haven't quit on me. That's good. Okay. Um, this is this song is actually called the Untitled Hymn. Uh, however, anybody heard it that by that title before? Okay. Um, Come to Jesus. Some people would recognize it as that. All right. This song. Whenever I was, I guess I was maybe. Maybe 13, 15, something like that. Heard this song come out, and it's it's one of the most simple melodies that I've ever heard. And uh, I'm going to try to play it for you and just stay out of the way as much as possible. Because it's, it's one of those ones, you're going to go home tonight, you're going to be like, you know, you'd be singing that, that ditty um, tonight. So this is just one I never could get away from. I finally learned how, learned how to play the thing. Did I play that with a pick or without a pick? You remember? This without? I suppose I could have done it the other way. I'd have come up a finger short somewhere.
<laughs> in your Bibles tonight to the book of Revelation. Book of Revelation. And, uh, thank you, Isaac. Uh, he's going to head on back to the house. He, uh, <clears throat> when uh, Chloe's blood count gets low, he has to stay around, out from around a lot of folks as much as possible to keep from taking anything home and giving it to her. <laughs> and uh, so you have to, have to watch our P's and Q's here lately. But uh, Lord willing, we're going to get that little girl home Amen. for good. And uh, But we're going to have a party. <laughs> we're going to have a party. Maybe in the treehouse, that's right. Yeah. I, might buy, I might really get spiritual brother and buy, buy about $500 worth of fireworks. <laughs> it'll, be, it'll be money well spent. You know, shoot some rockets off of that treehouse. That's, that'll be something, I tell you. <clears throat> And uh, I love that little girl. <laughs> She's been a blessing to me <laughs> and uh, our whole family. And uh, boy, children are a gift from the Lord. Yes, Nothing more precious than a child. And uh, so anyway, we appreciate your prayers for Chloe. Would you stand to your feet for a few moments as we read a portion out of God's holy word tonight out of the book of Revelation. We're going to look at something a little bit different perhaps than what you've uh, seen uh, lately, but it's all in the news. <laughs> the Bible is so up to date. I tell you, you can just uh, read your newspaper and turn around and read your Bible and you say, well, there it is. <laughs> it's happening just like the Lord said. Revelation chapter 12, we'll read a few verses to get started. Verse 1, And there appeared a great wonder in heaven, a woman clothed with the sun, and the moon under her feet, and upon her head a crown of twelve stars. And she being with child cried, travailing in birth and pained to be delivered. We'll stop there. We'll get farther on as we get into the message tonight. I'd like to preach to you for a few moments on the subject, Why I Love Israel. Why I Love Israel. Michael, would you pray for us tonight? Amen. Thank you. you. May be seated. Get this water a little bit closer by. I might need it. <laughs> you know, these are dangerous times, perilous times. The Bible talks about perilous times will come. And I think we're getting into those perilous times. And uh, God is not done with that little, have you ever noticed Israel on the map? I mean, if you've got a globe or a, 
entire world map and you try to find Israel, boy, you got to get a mag magnifying glass. I mean, you talk about Egypt and Saudi Arabia and Iran and Iraq and Syria and Jordan. All, all of them are humongous besides Israel. They're just a little speck on the map. And uh, the storm clouds are gathering, I think, and I think it's about to hit or it's already hit, I think. I don't know, but we may be in World War III already. They're just not calling it that. Very possible. The lightning is flashing. I believe the lightning rod is Israel. I'm telling you, you can't read, you can't pick up a newspaper without finding something about that tiny country over there. And uh, I think Bible-believing Christians cannot ignore what's going on. We better not ignore <laughs> what's going on over there in that little country because if you pick up your Bible and you study and you read about Bible prophecy, you'll find that Israel is in 100%, 100% of all Bible prophecy concerning what's coming in the future. That is, if you read it carefully enough. And I want to tell you the, whole, the eyes of the whole world are upon Israel tonight. And I want to talk to you about that country because as the Jew goes, so goes the world. I believe Israel is God's yardstick. They are God's measuring rod. They are God's blueprint. They're God's timepiece. They're God's program for what the Lord is doing and what's going on in this world as I speak. I want to ask you a question tonight. Has God turned his back on Israel? Has God forgotten Israel? Has God somehow decided to abrogate his promises that he made way back there uh, thousands of years ago to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob? Absolutely not. <laughs> and I want you to notice some things from our passage Tonight, first of all, I want you to notice Israel's special favor from the Lord. We just read it. Look at it again, verses 1 and 2. And there appeared a great wonder in heaven, a woman clothed with the sun, and the moon under her feet, and upon her head a crown of twelve stars. And she being with child cried, travailing in birth, and pained to be delivered. Now who is this wonder woman, we'll call her? <laughs> Uh, who is this woman? Is it perhaps the Virgin Mary? Well, who was Mary? We know who, who Mary was. She gave birth. She was the mother of our Lord Jesus. Uh, she is certainly, I think, to be honored. Mary is um, among women. She's, she's a wonderful woman. The Lord picked her out of all the women to, to give birth to His Son. But I'll tell you, I, I don't believe this passage is talking about Mary. This wonder woman here is not Mary. Is it the church? Now the church many times in the Bible is referred to as the bride of Christ. The body of Christ. The bride of Christ. Uh, well think about it. This woman uh, gives birth to Jesus. Jesus gave birth to the church. So it's not talking about the church. Well who is this wonder woman? I believe it's none other than the nation of Israel. None other than the nation of Israel. Think with me for a few moments. Look at verse 1 again. And there appeared a great wonder in heaven, a woman clothed with the sun and the moon under her feet, and upon her head a crown of twelve stars. What is this talking about? 
Well, the only corresponding scripture that I know that even compares to this is way back there in Genesis chapter 37, verses 9 through 11, where it talks about Joseph and his family, Jacob being the patriarch, his mother, uh, that, that was the sun, Jacob the sun, his mother the moon, and then the 12 stars. If you add Joseph to it, he said 11 stars, but Joseph made the 12th star. All this is talking about Jewish uh, insignificance in the Old Testament. Israel is spoken of as the wife of Jehovah. If you go to Isaiah chapter 54, we won't take time to go there tonight. But Jesus came from where? Or out of what nation? He came out of the nation of Israel. Paul talks about the nation of Israel in Romans chapter 9 verses 4 and 5. He talks about Jesus being the Messiah and how that he came out of the nation of Israel. Israel gave us the Messiah. They are a favored people. They are a favored nation. I believe they are a God-ordained nation, a God called, a God protected, a God blessed nation. <laughs> now why did God call and ordain Israel? To make them a blessing. Not just to themselves, but brother to make Israel a blessing to the entire world. I want you to turn to Genesis chapter 3. Hold your place in Revelation. Turn over to Genesis I'm sorry, chapter 12. Genesis chapter 12 and verse 3. Very significant verse way over here in the book of Genesis. Look at it with me for a moment. Genesis chapter 12 and verse number 3. Well, we'll back up and we'll read the first three verses. Genesis chapter 12. Now the Lord had said unto Abram, Get thee out of thy country and from thy kindred and from thy father's house unto a land that I will show thee. And I will make of thee... A great nation, and I will bless thee and make thy name great, and thou shalt be a blessing. Listen to verse 3. And I will bless them that bless thee, and curse him that curseth thee, and in thee shall all families, not just the nation of Israel, shall all families of the earth be blessed. God ordained and called the nation of Israel not to just be a blessing to them, but to be a blessing to the entire world, <laughs> that through Israel all the world might be blessed. God is speaking here to Abraham, telling him that God is going to make of him a great nation. <laughs> and that is the nation of Israel. I want to tell you folks tonight that I stand here blessed. If you're saved, you're blessed out there because of the nation of Israel. In fact, I hold a Jewish book in my hand. <laughs> now Luke was a Gentile, is that right? As far as I know, Luke was the only Gentile who wrote a book of the Bible. The rest of them were Jews. The nation of Israel gave us this book. I serve a Jewish Messiah. His name is Jesus. And God has made Abraham a blessing to all nations and to the whole world. And my friend, you're very foolish. I'll say this without any apology. You are very foolish and you are standing on shaky ground and dangerous ground if you ever pronounce a curse upon Israel. If you oppose Israel, if you stand against God's chosen people, you are standing on dangerous ground. 
In fact, if the United States ever goes against Israel, brother, and some are doing that, I won't call any names tonight, but you don't have to watch the news very much to find out who's trying to stir up trouble. In fact, it's all across our nation in, in colleges, public colleges, universities, how they are anti-Semites, and they're trying to say that Israel doesn't even have a right to exist as a nation. In fact, if you look on Arab maps, I'm told that many of the Arab countries, you won't even find Israel on their maps. They don't even consider the Jews as having a nation. But brother, they are a nation. God put them back together back in 1948. And brother, I believe they're here to stay. <laughs> when you bless what God has blessed... When you love what God has loved, then God is going to bless you. We find that in Deuteronomy chapter 7, verse 6. And you would be wise, you would be wise, you would be very wise if you would learn to bless and not curse Israel. Now, I believe our Bible-believing Christians all across our nation and around the world, uh, we need to love, we need to pray, for the peace of Jerusalem, that's in the book. We need to pray. What are you praying for when you pray for the peace of Jerusalem? I believe you're praying for the coming of the Lord, the Messiah. <laughs> because the, the peace won't come to the Middle East until the Prince of Peace right. is sitting on the throne in Jerusalem. I appreciate what President Trump said a few years back. He said, Jerusalem is that eternal city. They ain't going nowhere, brother. They are eternal. They're going to be there. <laughs> They're going to be there. They're going to be there. And I'll say this too. Our Jewish friends need to learn that the best friends that they have on God's green earth are Bible-believing Christians. Now those sons and daughters of Abraham, brother, by and large, they're not saved. I've met some saved Jews. But brother, they got scales on their eyes. They're blinded from the truth. But one of these days... <laughs> God's going to pull back those scales and they're going to be saved. Israel is a favored nation. Secondly, and I don't know how far we get into this tonight, but I just want you to think a few thoughts with me. Israel's satanic foe. Let's pick up in verse number three. Notice what it says. And there appeared another wonder. We talked about the wonder woman. Let's talk about this other wonder in heaven. And behold, a great red dragon having seven heads and ten horns and seven crowns upon his heads. And his tail drew the third part of the stars of heaven and did cast them to the earth. And the dragon stood before the woman which was ready to be delivered for to devour her child as soon as it was born. Now back at Christmas time, you studied about Herod, didn't you? How he tried to wipe out the Lord Jesus. Brother, that was Satan at work. Herod was satanically inspired to go against the Messiah and to try to wipe out the king of the Jews. <laughs> and God foiled his efforts. But uh, we see this wonder woman, Israel, in verse 1 and 2. Now we see this dreadful dragon in verses 3 and 4. This is all symbolism now. Listen. But you've got to continue reading. Let's read verses 5 and 6. And she brought forth a man-child. That's our Lord. Who was to rule all nations with a rod of iron. And her child was called up unto God and to his throne. And the woman fled into the wilderness where she hath a place prepared of God 
that they should feed her there a thousand two hundred and three score days. This is all in the future. This hasn't happened yet, but it's coming. And uh, who is this uh, dreadful dragon? It's none other than Satan himself. He's, he's so cruel. He's so strong. This is a picture of the bloodlust, the thirsty uh, bloodlust murderer Satan uh, has numbers here, seven, the number seven, the number uh, ten. This has to do with the fullness. This has to do with the governments and power and completeness. And Satan is bringing all this about. Even as I speak, I believe the Antichrist could be very well walking the earth. In fact, we may have seen him on TV. We just don't know he's the one yet. Thank God we're we're not going to ever know those that are saved. We're, we're never going to know he's the Antichrist. We're going to be caught up out of here before he's manifest to the world. But brother, he's coming. I believe he's here already. The world, the whole world is looking for one man to stand up and to bring us all together. This Antichrist, this man of sin, Satan is preparing him and he's coming. These stars it talks about, these personages, these are the fallen angels that fell with Satan. It talks about a third. And his tail drew the third part of the stars of heaven. You remember how Lucifer made his stand against the Lord God and said, I'll be as high as the Almighty. I'll, I will raise myself up. I will be God. The Lord had to cast him and a whole third of the Heavenly host of the angels that followed Satan, they cast them down. And uh, well, you might say, well, that's pretty bad, isn't it? A whole third of the heavenly host, a, a, a whole one-third of the angels went with Satan. Well, let me tell you this. For every one angel <laughs> that went with Satan, there were two who stayed behind with the Lord. So we still <laughs> got them outnumbered. Satan is bringing these demons who were once angels. Where is he bringing them to? He's bringing them down to the pit, brother. They're all going to end up in the pit, right. <laughs> Satan in, included. Right. They're going to end up, and brother, he's like a caged animal. He knows he has but a short time, and brother, he's, he's doing all he can right. to go against our Lord Jesus. Right. You know, Matthew 25, 41 says that God didn't make hell right. for you. Right. But people do go to hell, don't they? Who was hell prepared for? The devil and his angels, the Bible says. Hell was never created for you. But if you do go to hell, and you will go to hell, if you reject the Lord Jesus, and he's free pardon of, of sin, if you reject the Lord Jesus, you will wind up in that place called hell, but you'll end up there as an intruder because it was not intended for you originally. It was not created for you. But I tell you what, if you choose to follow Satan hell will become your destiny. Why follow a loser? <laughs> These fallen angels, as we said, are headed for the pit. But you know, Satan is having a war here in chapter 12 of Revelation. His war is with Israel, but really, brother, his ultimate war is with the Lord Jesus himself. <laughs> and he's going to lose. Now, it seems like he's doing pretty good right now. But brother, he's a loser. Don't follow Satan. <laughs> follow the Lord Jesus. Verse 4 talks about how they tried to kill our Lord as soon as he was born. Here had all the baby boys and 
Bethlehem killed from two years old and under. You know, Satan is two things. If you don't get anything out of this message but this tonight, get this. Satan is two things. He's always anti-Christ and he's always been anti-Semitic. So if you go against the Jews, brother, you're getting on the wrong side. <laughs> because Satan has always hated Jesus. Satan has always hated the Jew. But I love Jesus. Amen. Therefore, I love the Jews. <laughs> They're God's chosen people. If you were to study the history of the Jews, God's chosen people, brother, you'll find out that they have endured. I'm talking about they have endured satanically inspired persecution and atrocities like no other people on earth. Go back to Pharaoh, see what he did to him. Nebuchadnezzar, Alexander the Great persecuted the Jews. Nero, the Turks, the Ottoman Empire, Russia, Arab nations today persecute the Jews. They would like to wipe them out. They'd like to push the whole nation into the Mediterranean Sea. They talk about the Muslims own it, brother, from the, the river to the sea. They don't know. They don't neither. <laughs> they just flat don't own that. God gave it to Israel thousands of years ago. And brother, they don't even inhabit what they really own. They really supposed to have it all the way from the river Euphrates to the Mediterranean. If you want to know the truth about the matter, they just got a little piece of it, a little sliver of it. The Gaza Strip belongs to them. The West Bank belongs to them. All of it belongs to the Jew. God gave it to them. Amen. <laughs> I'm telling you, God gave it to them. Right. Not the United Nations, right. not the United States, right. not, not Great Britain. God gave it to them. Amen. God gave it. You think about Hitler. You know, there's people that say the Holocaust never happened. What causes people to think that? Well, I won't say what I'm really thinking, but <laughs> I'm trying to be a little bit nice tonight. I'm telling you what, if the Holocaust doesn't cause you to have compassion, <laughs> have you seen those pictures? Have you ever been to the museum? I haven't, but I've seen plenty of pictures and newsreel from what happened. Pushing mountains of bodies with bulldozers into big pits. Starved to death, just a rack of bones. Thousands, millions of them. Satan was trying to wipe them out there. <laughs> he, he had a man really working for him. Hitler was satanically inspired in all of his Nazi imps and devils. I tell you what. If the Holocaust don't move you to have compassion on Israel, I don't know what will cause you to have compassion. <laughs> you think about that little nation. I think they're up to about 8 million now in number. They're surrounded by uh, at least 200 million Arabs, most of whom wishing Israel were not there. They would be most happy for Israel to be driven into the Mediterranean Sea. As we said, they, they don't include Israel on their maps how would you like to live in the country every time you went to the supermarket or you got on a bus or taxi, you had to worry about a bomb going off? They live that way. Every day of their lives, they live that way. I love Israel today. Satan hates Israel. That's one reason why I love Israel, because whatever he hates, I love. Amen. 
Whatever he loves, I hate. And we owe a lot to that little country over there. They gave us our Messiah. Amen. They gave us our book. We could go on tonight, but I think I'll cut it off right there. But you keep on studying this chapter. You talk about Israel's flight. They have to flee into the wilderness and so on and so forth and how there's a war. And uh, Satan is going to be finally cast down to the earth. You know, he has access to heaven still. Did you know that? In fact, the Bible says Satan, not only is he the prince of the power of the air, but brother, he still has access all the way up to the throne of God where he makes accusations against you and me every single day. Thank God we have an advocate with the Father. Jesus Christ the righteous, who's taking care of it all. (laughs) Jesus paid it all. And Lord keeps bringing that up to Satan. He can't deal with that. But he keeps accusing the brethren. But if you'll study this chapter, you'll find out where he's finally cast out of heaven. He has no more access to heaven. And that's when he really gets mad. That's when he really gets mad. We'll read a few more verses and I'll close. Look at verse 7. And there was war in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon. And the dragon fought and his angels and prevailed not. Thank God. Neither was their place found any more in heaven. That's where he loses his access. He hadn't lost it yet. He still has access to heaven. But he's going to lose it here. Verse 9. And the great dragon was cast out, that old serpent. Boy, the Lord calls him a bunch of names right here. Uh, I've heard preachers call the devil a few things. Uh, Slewfoot. You ever heard a preacher call the devil Slewfoot? Oh, Slewfoot. I said, what in the world is a Slewfoot? I looked it up. <laughs> a Slewfoot is a hockey term. Anybody play hockey? We <laughs> don't have enough eyes here, do we? It's a hockey term, and it's a penalty. If you do a slew foot move on somebody, that's where you go up behind another hockey player and you go, you knock his feet out from under him on the ice. <laughs> that's what the devil's good at. <laughs> that's where they got the name slew foot. Brother, he, look what the, devil, the, the devil's called him, verse 9. That old serpent called the devil and Satan, which deceiveth the whole world. Brother, he'll deceive you if you let him. That's what he's out to do is deceive you and to land you in the pit. He's out to deceive the whole world. He was cast out into the earth and his angels were cast out with him. And I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, now has come salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ for the accuser of our brethren is cast down, which accused them before our God day and night. And they overcame him. (laughs) I like this. By the blood of the Lamb. And by the word of their testimony. And they loved not their lives unto the death. Therefore rejoice ye heavens. And ye that dwell in them. Woe to the inhabitants of the earth. And the sea. For the devil has come down unto you. Listen. Having great wrath. Because he knoweth. That he hath but a short time. That's why he's working overtime. He knows he ain't got much time left. We're on the winning side. Just give you a little tidbit. We're going to win this thing. We're going to come out on top because Jesus paid it all. All to him I owe. Sin had left a crimson stain, but he washed it white as snow. 
And if you'll study your Bible, you'll find out that Israel will be saved. Paul talks about it. He says, who are the Israelites to whom pertaineth the adoption and the glory and the covenants and the giving of the law and the service of God and the promises? Whose are the fathers and of whom as concerning the flesh? Christ came who is over all. God bless forever. Amen. Deuteronomy 7, 6, for thou art an holy people unto the Lord thy God. The Lord thy God hath chosen thee to be a special people unto himself above all people that are upon the face of the earth. You know, even in the New Testament, the, the gospel was to be preached to who first? The Jew first and then us. To the Jew first <laughs> and also to the Greek. Let me read you this. This is wonderful. Zechariah 12.10, And I will pour out upon the house of David and upon the inhabitants of Jerusalem the spirit of grace. Now, this is going to happen in the future, and of supplications. And they shall look upon me whom they have pierced, and they shall mourn for him as one mourneth for his only son. And they shall be in bitterness for him as one that is in bitterness for his firstborn. And then Zechariah 13, 1. In that day, listen, in that day there shall be a fountain open to the house of David and to the inhabitants of Jerusalem for sin and for uncleanness, Paul said in Romans eleven twenty five, For I would not, brethren, that ye should be ignorant of this mystery, lest ye should be wise in your own conceits, that blindness in part has happened to Israel until the fullness of the Gentiles come in. And so all Israel, listen, Paul says this in Romans chapter 11, And so all Israel shall be saved, as it is written, There shall come out of Zion the Deliverer, and shall turn away ungodliness from Jacob. Brothers coming today <laughs> at the end of the great tribulation they're going to look up. They're going to look upon the one whom they pierced, and the whole nation will be saved in a day. But that's going to be glorious. <laughs> that's going to be a glorious time. Is the United States in future prophecy? I don't know. I haven't specifically seen it. But I'll give you a little tidbit bit. Look at verse 13 and 14. We'll close with this thought. And when the dragon saw that he was cast into the earth, he persecuted the woman, that's Israel, which brought forth a man-child, that's Jesus. And to the woman were given two wings of a great eagle that she might fly into the wilderness. Could that be an American airlift? I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. A great eagle with wings. She'll carry her into the wilderness. I don't know. We don't know. And we ain't going to know because we're going to be out of here. <laughs> we ain't going to need to know, brother, because we're going to be in heaven with the Lord. We're going to come back in victory with Jesus when he sets his feet on the top of the Mount of Olives. We're going to be there ruling and reigning with him. Brother... Maybe Brother Ogden will become the governor of Virginia and you might become the uh, mayor of uh, Stanton. <laughs> or vice versa. I don't, know. I don't know how it's going to happen, but we're going to rule and reign <laughs> all over this world. God is going to put us in positions of authority working under our Savior. 
the Lord Jesus. Let's pray. Dear Lord Jesus, thank you, Lord, for the day and, Lord, to, to study about your people. Lord, we need to love that country. We need to love those people. Lord, how wonderful it is when one here and there, it happens every now and then, one here and there will see the light and they'll trust Christ. I've met a few. There's not many, but a few are getting saved here and there. But Lord, you're moving them. You're moving them back in great numbers. You have been since World War II. You've moved them back to the land. You've given them the land. And Lord, they became a nation again after being scattered all over the world for the past 2,000 years. You brought them back to the land. You brought them back. And Lord, it's a miracle what you're doing. And Lord, they're in the news. We read it. We see it. We hear it. And we know you're working. And Lord, you know, we know you're not done with that little nation over there. Well, we need to keep our eyes on what's happening. Help us to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. We ask it all in Jesus' name. Amen. Pastor, would you come, brother? Number 485. And this has been a great reminder this evening, hasn't it? Of um, where God stands with the nation of Israel and where we should stand with the nation of Israel. Uh, it's been a great reminder that the devil's real and that he hates Jesus, he hates the Jew, but he hates you too. Uh, if you're saved, you know the Lord, listen, he, he is walking about seeking whom he may devour. Doesn't want you to be a witness, doesn't want you to be a testimony, doesn't want you to be a good Christian, doesn't want you to read your Bible, doesn't want you to pray. He's doing everything he can to, to get you away from God um, because he hates God. He hates the Lord Jesus. He hates God's word. He hates God's church. And so we need to be steadfast. The Bible, matter of fact, the Bible tells us to be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord for as much as you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. And we're on the winning side, amen. <laughs> I can hear my, my, my mind's ear and eye right now. I can, he, I can hear Dr. Curtis Hudson singing that song. Uh, I'm on the winning side. I'm on the winning side. And uh, we are, praise God. Let's sing the invita hymn invitation. If you need to be saved, would you come? Let us take the Bible and show you to be saved. If we can help you, if we can pray with you, whatever we can help you with, you come as we sing number 485. Have thine own way, Lord. Have thine own way. Thou art the
Amen. All right. We appreciate your faithfulness in the Lord's house today. Uh, listen, be praying for preacher. Uh, they'll be traveling back tomorrow, uh, preaching Robin uh, and pastor and uh, uh, or pastor and Tony, pastor and Robin, and then uh, Tony and Penny. Uh, be traveling back tomorrow from Kentucky, and uh, be praying God to give them safety. And be praying for Miss Robin. She starts her radiation treatments on Tuesday, and uh, continue to play for little Chloe that she'll Lord touch her body and give her strength and um, protect her from all of these things, uh, from the radiation and all these things. They're trying to flush out and keep her safe there. And listen, we, we have a love offering for the Rochesters. Pastor uh, told us what to write. And, and so but perhaps you want to give something, that's fine. You do that. Uh, put it in an envelope. Uh, you can write them a check. If you, if you want to give online and, uh, and, and you want to market the Rochesters, that's fine. We'll try to get that to them. And, uh, but yeah, yeah, try to be a blessing to them. And uh, I'm looking forward to maybe seeing some pictures uh, of that little uh, treehouse being completed and, uh, and her in it. That'd be a blessing. That'd be a joy. I know I can just imagine what she's going to do when she sees it. And she's not seen it yet, okay? And so this is going to be a surprise uh, to her. And just, just seeing what's already done is going to be exciting. It's exciting to what's already been done. I've seen the pictures, and that's great. And I'm glad you guys can do that for her. Uh, be an encouragement to her, a blessing. And so uh, she'll be five, and you said what month? April. April. In April, she'll be five years old, April 20th, five years old. And so we'll continue to pray for them, all right? Don't forget to stop by the table, and uh, there's CDs on the table. And so uh, now the, the flash drive has all the CDs on it, right? And so uh, that, that you have, is, all, is it five? Five CDs on, on the flash drive. That's what I did last time, and so that's been helpful. And so you can plug that right in your computer. Uh, you can put it on your phone, take it wherever you want to go, right? You know, put it in your tablet, and so uh, that's the way I went. Uh, that way you have all of them. But uh, got any questions, they'll be back by the table, I think, uh, and you can ask them questions back there. But if you want to be a help to them, that'd be, that'd be perfect, all right? All right, well, let's be dismissed in word of prayer. Father, thank you for the day, and uh, Father, thank you for what we've heard tonight. And Father, we do thank you for Israel. Thank you for the blessings that we've received as a result of the nation of Israel, for, for the Messiah, for the salvation that's been made available to us, for the grace and mercy of our Lord Jesus. And Father, we thank you for his love, uh, even when we were unlovely. And I pray that you'd help us as a people, as believers, uh, to stand where you stand on these things in the Word of God. Help us to realize that uh, and not forget, uh, thank you for the reminder tonight that the devil's real, that he... Walketh about seeking whom he may devour. And Father, he doesn't desire for us to live for thee, to, uh, to honor thee, uh, to, to serve thee. I pray that you'd help us, Lord, to um, be filled with the Spirit and to be guided by the Spirit and to be strengthened by the sweet Spirit of God, to do your work, to do it your way. Help us to be faithful to you uh, in these uh, last days in which we have on this earth. Uh, we believe it's a short time. Help us to be faithful in this matter of sharing the gospel and uh, giving the truth of the Lord Jesus Christ and to stand on the word of God. And Father, we thank you and praise you. Be with our preacher. I pray you give them safety as they travel back tomorrow. Uh, just uh, protect them. Be with Miss Robin. Lord, she has these uh, treatments starting on uh, Tuesday. And uh, be with our church family. Continue to be those that are hurting, mourning, loss of loved ones. Continue to be Miss Donna, strengthen her. And continue to be the Rochester family. Use them in a great and mighty way. Uh, continue to be the little Chloe. I pray you help her. She uh, finishes up these treatments the next couple of months, uh, keep her safe from the sickness, uh, from the uh, things that are taking place as a result of the treatment. I pray you protect her there, these other organs and things, Lord, and just um, help us be an encouragement to them, I pray. 
Thank you for your sweet spirit. And we ask all these things in Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen.